Hello. <laughs> hi, Hello. John. Oh, hi. Uh-huh. Hi, Merlin. Oh, how are you? Ah, good. You sound good. <laughs> I sound really good. Down, 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 down. Uh, yeah, you sound good. Hmm. You sound very Merlin-y. Hmm. Oh, yeah. thank Aww. you. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, you know, you know me, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I you know, know, I don't, I don't like to talk about the show on the show. You know, nope. you know, I, I don't like to flirt too heavily with the notion of continuity hmm. between our episodes. And, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to reopen a wound, although I think the wound never closed. Can we talk more about dropping the thread? Oh, let's talk more about dropping the thread. Well, I got lots of other things too. Um, I, no, 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 uh, but, but you've got some yeah. thoughts. What are I your watched, thoughts? I watched a documentary last night about Nirvana influencing Britain and Britain influencing Nirvana. I could talk about music, but the thread thing has been dogging me. Oh, really? Yeah. But now you may be, well, I mean, it's Eric all over again. Now you got me thinking about it. And I mean, it's not like I didn't notice before, but now I, I'm taking, what I'm talking about here is on a previous episode of this program. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak for you. Jump mm-hmm. in. But you, you said something along the lines. You, you confessed that you have a situation you're dealing with. Yeah. Where you, 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 you find or discover that, that you've lost a thread. Lost that you've yeah. that you forgot in this instance of this program that that uh, from time to time you, you start uh, telling an anecdote you pivot and let's be honest we pivot hard you yeah, pivot yeah, and then and then uh, some amount of time later uh, you you kind of feel like you uh, you forgot why you started talking about something is that is that close well it's not from time to time it's only just recently and it's it's now it's happening now but like you're it's... aware of it happening often enough that it's become a pattern you're aware. of. Well, because um, I, I, <clears throat> thanks to you, honestly, hmm. I hmm. podcast, I podcast, uh, I podcast. I'm so know. sorry. Thanks to thanks to yeah. you, yeah. I podcast. I've been thinking about this a lot because um, I'm I've got I've dug I've, I've dug back into the book about the long walk. Oh, and cool. and I'm working on the book a little bit. I'm, I've got a I've got a, a friend of the show actually who's helping me. And in going back, a lot of the, a lot of the book I've got, um, it's a long time before podcasting was, was invented. And you so did the walk a, in, uh, 1999. 1999. And you'd so written, I, you'd written a bunch, I feel like by the mid two thousands, at one point you had said, and I'm not trying to out you here, hmm. but at one, because I, Madeline, I think you gave Madeline some of it to read. She really wanted to read it. Hmm. And you said, basically there's this one, uh, mystery section about, I want to say Romania that was your, uh, my new phrase of the month, your eminence grease. That like, this is the thing that was dogging you. Now, wh- where are you with that now? Uh, now that you've gotten help, you've got oh, your, your, your 20 years. Still dog. I'm still, still dog. Oh, okay, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dogs in this race. I'm trying to, I'm trying to finish it, but I also had a lot of hot takes. This is before anybody else had hot takes. Didn't have podcasts. You didn't have blogs. Nope. You know, social media, the nope. a hot take was something that you would maybe say to an in- innkeeper over a, a bit of sausage. That's right. And this is a, there, you know, I'll talk a little bit. I'll be like, oh, it's walking and there's a bird and then there's some hmm. rocks and I, I saw a tree and then plants, hot, birds, rocks, boom, things. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Lay, lay it on me. Lay on a hot take. And then I'd, you know, then I'd have to like, you know, talk about the hot take for a while. 
So uh, was the hot take occurring to you on the walk or was it later on on reflection your take became warmer? Oh, I think that the I think that most of the most of the takes were written at night in the journal. You know, the 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 start of the take. And then later on 2003 I went back and I fleshed out some of the takes. You know? mm -hmm. But so so you know, hot takes, sides, uh, pivoting, that's all, that's all very key. It's, 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 um, it's really like, uh, central to what we do here to the, to the, to the content, you mm. know, to the product, mm -hmm. the product that we're making for consumers. We're packaging takes. And, and well, no, I, I we're not one of those podcasts that packages takes but thank you packages thank you. takes no mm -hmm. but we you know it is crucial that if i leave the trail that i get back to the trail and so no it hasn't been happening so much it's just that when it does happen it's like what else am i here for if not to stick the landing i can't i can't because the thing is the difference between our show where you can range far afield and always come back to camp Oh, there's always a fire burning, right? Mm -hmm. We'll yeah. leave the light on for you. Yes, yes. If if I can't get us back, or if I, you know, if I can't do that, then what are we? We're just some. We're just one of of a hundred thousand podcasts where people are rambling and talking over each other and don't remember what they're saying. Oh, we don't want to do that. No, no, we can't. We can't do well, that. Well, it's a phrase I feel like you used, um, maybe even before. Maybe it might have been in the famous backyard interview <clears throat> that was our uh, backdoor uh, prequel uh, mm -hmm. to this, our backdoor pilot, as you say. But uh, but you you were talking about bullshit at one point and talking about that book on bullshit and bullshitting. And you said you're talking about the different kinds of bullshit. I think specifically you were talking about like dealing with concert promoters with their cigar and their roll of bills, maybe. But mm -hmm. you had said something. There's a certain kind of I think you described it as inert bullshit. See this mm -hmm. I can remember it's inert not bullshit which is like two guys in Greece or wherever sitting on a stoop drinking coffee and mm -hmm. bullshitting. Yeah. So there's no, there's nothing that's inert bullshit, but, but if that becomes us, you know what I'm saying? There's a certain number of people that will tune how do in. How get back to camp? Is there even a camp? Tune into you and me just wandering in the woods, you know, but that's <laughs> not, but we're not there Talking yet. About pie we had, you know. <laughs> we're not there yet, Merlin. That's well, for, you know, let our fans age with us. Mm. So, yeah. so it's, but I've had a lot of feedback from people, as you can imagine, talking about it, um, because what I didn't want to do is pretend, right? This is the thing. Like uh, I always, I've always believed firmly that if you confess to everything, then the KGB has nothing to use to turn you into a double agent. He can't cheat a transparent man. Exactly. If they mm -hmm. come, if they come to you know, to, to, you know, Mr. X over here and they say, oh, we know you're cheating on your wife. You better give us those files. Mr. X, you know, he's in, he's in deep shit. Mm -hmm. But me. It requires an, it requires an insight into, uh, you know, is that word I like, uh, integrity. It, it requires insight into, uh, someone's integrity, meaning not the integrity as in like their, their woofy, but their integrity as in their sense of self. And if mm. you can leverage something that damages, especially publicly damages somebody's sense of self, then you use that against them. So if you know they're, they're doing some drugs mm -hmm. or they're either human trafficking or cheating on True. their wife, 
Mr. X comes in, says, Nostravi, give me the, give me the files. That's right. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. how they get you. That's how, that's they, how get they get you. you. <laughs> but in this case, right, I did not want to, I didn't want to pretend, right? I didn't want to sit with you and say, oh, and so then I, right? I needed to, I needed to you, get. You didn't want to just play it off legit, no, as they say. Okay. I, I don't live in, I'm nope. not living like that. I'm not mm -mm. trying to put one over on anybody. But having said it now, you know, of course it sparked a dialogue. And as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hardly online at all. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the very small degree to which I am online, um, I got a lot of feedback from people suggesting that, yes, it was probably my sleep. It was probably. Oh, you know, you're getting, you're getting a new kind of, uh, you call them fans. Some people call them listeners. People mm. are piping in to say, you tell me, cause I do want to hear this feedback. People, people, is it people saying, yeah, I did notice you're getting a little bit dim. Nope. Or nope. people saying, here's what's caught. Here's what's probably causing it. Yeah. It's your sleep. You got to get one of those machines like my friend Nelson has. That's right. That's right. No one, no one has ever said, and then, you know, this is probably why I wanted to preempt it by, by saying it as it was happening, but also it was scary. And, you know, I like to talk about what's happening in my life. And if something's scaring me, if I've got, if, if I'm anxious about something, I want to talk to all my friends or, yeah. you know, or listeners, as you would say. Oh. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, these are the symptoms of sleep deprivation. These are the symptoms of bad sleep. And I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that phase of this current iteration of a midlife crisis. I like to have one every three years mm -hmm. where, you know, I'm not eating right. I'm not sleeping well. I'm not exercising. Could be, could be, yeah, it could be, uh. Uh, different things or even a combination of little things. Right. I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in between. I'm still if in between. If you're chili that you just made because it might be bad chili. There's no mm. bad chili. It's no. like, there's no bad no. words or bad dogs, no. but off chili, no. if you're having off chili at dogs. four in the morning, right? That's, 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 that, that could be telling. Well, I'm trying not to do that. You know, like, like there've been many points in my life where I would sit and have a huge bowl of chili at 4am. And the other, the other day I came into the kitchen I took all the ingredients out, not for chili, but for, you know, one of, uh, one of daddy's special goulashes. Your rustic goulash, yeah. And I'm, and I'm putting it all together and I'm looking, and I look over at the clock and I'm like, no, 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 this is not what mm. you want at 3 a.m. This is not what a normal person eats at 3 a.m. You, what you should do is put this all back in the refrigerator and go Leave to it. sleep. Leave it. Leave it. Go back to, mm -hmm. go to sleep. Not back to sleep. Go to sleep. Um, but. So I had this sleep clinic thing. Did, did you do it? Well, so, so it was one of these things where they're sending me, uh, they're sending me like, oh, fill out this form, you know, your appointments tomorrow, check in mm. online. There's this thing, I don't know if you have it, but all the hospitals up here have, have pivoted, which mm. is the, the term of art, yeah. to a thing called my chart. Do you use my chart? Um, I don't acknowledge medical professionals, but I'm sure it's something my wife would know about both because of her profession and because her, of her bizarre desire to be treated by medical professionals. And she's also really good at dealing with bureaucracy. So she's probably already mastered my chart. Yeah. My, my chart is some kind of a, uh, it's a software package people buy to service their uh, listeners. That's right. It's mm -hmm. a thing where doctors. Should we get one of those for us? Should we get a yeah, my chart for the show? Yeah. Just log on to my chart. Everything's okay. there. No, it's called, it's called patreon.com slash John Rodder. This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Headspace. You can learn more about Headspace right now by visiting headspace.com 
slash supertrain. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, just be better? Well, Headspace believes there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditation in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can't help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, well, not to worry. Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. If you need some help falling asleep, well, they have wind-down sessions that their members swear by. And for parents, believe it or not, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids. I I would love to get my kid to meditate. I think it would help both of us, if I'm being honest. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. That's, that's really a lot of downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. I've used Headspace before. I thought it was really cool. And you know what? I think I'm going to try it again. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, There's an area here in the ad copy uh, with a bunch of stuff that I I didn't even know was in Headspace. So this is new to me. Uh, For a mood-boosting workout, you can check out Headspace Move. Okay, that's new to me. Um, Just 30 days of Headspace lowers stress by 32%. And just four sessions can reduce burnout by 14%. That's, that's a lot of percent. Here's another one. Check out the Wake Up daily original content that's intended to inspire your day from the moment you wake up. Now, how about this? Get ready for this. Headspace can even help you tune into the moment with focused music, specially curated by Headspace Chief Music Officer, Mr. John Legend. Perhaps you've heard of him. That's quite a gift for them to have a C-level and, and have it be John Legend. I mean, that, that, ain't, that ain't nothing. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to headspace.com slash supertrain because you deserve to feel better. And Headspace is meditation made simple, right? Headspace.com slash supertrain for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Say it thrice, and it's almost like praying. You head to headspace.com slash Super train, go and check it out. Our thanks to Headspace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. That's your okay. Mind. All right, all right. That's go check it out and please remember <laughs> to hit that bell so you don't miss any updates on John's sleep chili. The the thing about <laughs> like my chart job. is it's really, really, really <laughs> there to help you, Merlin, the consumer, the hmm, the, uh, the, the patient, mm-hmm. the listener, the fan. It's there to help you us you slash us okay okay uh interface with the with the medical profession uh they're available online 24 hours a day hmm. you can you can write your doctor and say i you know the the pharmacy so 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 I'm, you know i'm having an ache and pain or whatever and there are you know the nurses they're all available to you <clears throat> when in reality what it is is it's an app uh-huh and I don't know if you have a lot of experience. I, I just went to my apps. chart, my chart. Well, I, I, I know that making techs and tech and makes, I, I went to my chart powered by Epic and uh, I'm drilling down and I'm seeing yeah. if I have, I, I, here's the thing. I might have on my chart and I don't know it. Mm-hmm. Right. That Isn't was that me. possible. That okay. was me for many, for many moons. I had a my chart and I couldn't tell you where it was. I couldn't have logged into it. If you, if you'd baked me to had no idea what was on there. Turns out it's all on there. 
because huh. the, the 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 medical profession is just shoveling stuff on there. It's all you go go on there and and you're like, oh shit, this is there's uh, there are notes in here from a doctor's appointment I had in 2000. Oh, Jiminy. Um, okay. But the but the thing is now they want to they, they like every app. They just want to shovel you over there. Like, oh, go over to my chart and do it. Go over to, you know, log yeah, it'd in. It would be really it'd be convenient for us if yeah. you would use this and don't call or anything. You don't know. call and don't, and, you know, and, and somebody, will, somebody will reply. So just go over there and confirm your appointment. So I was doing all that and my chart's sending me all this stuff and, and uh, you know, I'll confirm and take this quiz and, you know, and how would you like, you know, you could win a free trip and all this. Oh, cool. Get an iPod. <laughs> and, and, uh, and so uh -huh. then I'm, then I'm waiting. So it's a zoom meeting and I'm waiting for my doctor. Now that I should say, I've been trying for two years to go to a sleep clinic and for two years, you said it last, last week, you said, and I didn't even understand what, quite what you were saying when you said it, but now I do. You said. Why can't I just go get one of these machines? It's not like I'm going to abuse it. I know. I know I need it. Let me just go get one. It's my, my wife, my wife did something she only does every few months. She, she yelled at me last night because <sighs> I was snoring, oh. which, which is, which is entirely understandable. And yet it's completely just, I don't know that I'm snoring. I right. don't know how to stop snoring. I've tried appliances. I put the equivalent of like a football mouth guard in that makes my, my jaw jut out, my lower jaw. Mm. I do the breathe rights. I try it all. It's like, it's, you know what it is, John? It's like before I discovered ephedrine and I would take shit like ginseng. <laughs> Just give me the real stuff. Real I want to breathe and I need dancing medicine. That's right. what I used to call it. And, but this is like a, who, who are we kidding? What hoops do I have to jump through? What stern lectures do I have to receive before you go, look, obviously... You're going to need one of those, uh, nose, nose, nose air pushers. Well, so Ugh, I just so, sell it to me. So I'm talking to a different doctor. Cause you know, Merlin three years uh -huh. ago, I didn't have a single doctor. What was that? Four years ago. How long ago was that? No, five. However many years ago it was that I ran for city council. I remember that. I didn't mm -hmm. have, uh, well that was, gosh, Merlin, that was six years ago. Was, wow. No, come on. Yeah, no, it was 2015. 2015. Jimmy Christmas. Anyway, back then I didn't, I didn't have a doctor. I didn't have any doctors and I was happy. The only thing I had was a dentist and that made me unhappy. If I had not had a dentist, this is I back, probably would If a memory happy. serves, this is back. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm partly, I'm doing this based upon your own record, your, your statements at the time, but this is back when you were pushing back against a lot of medical professionals mm. telling you what you had to do about your hands or your knees or your mm. brain parts. Mm -hmm. And when you I would say, say, yeah. Yeah. When I say that I didn't have any doctors and I was happy, what I mean is I was catastrophically depressed, but I was. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. I didn't know it or I know I knew it, but I didn't know. Well, wh what it was, was I kept breaking bones and not getting them fixed. And mm -hmm. that I was happy. Hmm. So I'm talking to my psychiatry doctor and I said, I just want to sleep. I want to go to sleep. And he was like, sounds like you've got sleep problems. And I was like, yeah, 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 I do. And he said, well, here's the thing. Back in the old days, when Pete, and he's back in the old days doesn't mean that long ago. If somebody had a sleep problem, we sent them to a sleep clinic. They watched you sleep. They, the next they day, wire they told you up you, with a bunch of wires that are going to make it virtually impossible to sleep. And then yeah. they sit there and they look at you and they say, okay, go to sleep. Yeah, they watch it through a, through a, a one-way glass. 
yeah yeah you're like in go, a weird go, environment go do good do, go do sleep you know in this in this environment you know it'll be fine they probably account for that and he said the insurance companies didn't like it that doctors sent everybody to these sleep clinics because it's expensive or something okay and so the insurance company said well you can't just send people to a sleep clinic the first thing they have to do is go to a consultation oh boy to see if they need to get a home sleep monitoring kit and they'll take the home sleep monitoring kit home and then the results of the home sleep monitoring will determine whether or not they actually need to go to the sleep in the you know because heaven for Finn, they just take care of the problem first right. you have to prove that you need help and that they can provide the help uh, with the means under which your insurance or your your physician staff decides yeah. that it's okay you're being vetted and my and my my uh my psychiatrist is saying this uh you know with a little bit of an eye roll attached and he says the thing is no, like you were saying about the machine no one goes to a sleep no one says i can't sleep and it's killing me enough that I'm talking to a doctor about it mm -hmm. in order to get prescribed a CPAP machine to get high. Absol right <laughs> Absolutely. It's like you don't even have any fun side effects. No, there's zero fraud in this game. By the time you say, I, I, sc I, I scammed him good. Yeah, it's just like, oh, damn, I need a place to sleep. Uh, maybe I'll get a sleep I, clinic. i the off. ranks of the elderly unfuckable. <laughs> I know. I know. I, what I'm really into is machines that, that, it, you know, that help me breathe. That's really hot. So he said, Wayne what Blatter, happens? William Shatner has one. Ooh. What happens is that 98% of the people mm -hmm. end up getting all the way through to a sleep study because this isn't a thing that anybody's trying to scam anybody. And so what, what he said, what the insurance companies thought they were doing is saving themselves money. And what they've really done is cost everybody. Now you have to go to three different things, have three different things in, uh, that stand in the way between you and coming out the other side with somebody saying yes. It's almost like, it's almost like a knight is trying to decide if this person deserves to be their squire. Like, I'm going to put you, I can't think of examples. I mean, there's a million examples probably from movies and TV of like, oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to refuse you and make you feel little and, and inadequate. And, oh, you know what? Maybe how about a, how about a men in black, a men in black? Like you bring the guys into a room and you discover who, who the real chosen one is, who's going to yeah. be the Dalai Lama of, of the flashy gun. And uh, did you pick the right thing off, off the sheet? That kind of thing. And you're like, okay, well, you, you've shown yourself to be worthy of medical care. For, I, for now, for this, I feel like uh, I feel like Meatloaf standing on the front porch with Edward Norton screaming at me that I'm too fat and I need to go home. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's what I. You could just look at him and go like, you know, well, he, he's got, he's having a side effect. Is that a thing that we should deal with? You know, he's doing so, a lot of hugging. So after what you said, oh, so I so oh so so I go on I go online. It's a Zoom call. I'm meeting with the doctor. Okay, I sit I sit with Zoom open, spinning beach ball. Uh huh. Half an hour goes by. I'm sitting and looking at Zoom. And I, I start to get that feeling like, am I doing something wrong? Am I doing this wrong? I, Zoom, uh, just for what it's worth, I mean, uh, not to talk about podcasts on a podcast, 
but mm. Zoom is peculiarly terrible about this. Mm. We're mm. like, at least with Skype, I go and I see your face and whether you're here, and then I can click and we can talk. With Zoom, you get like a, a meeting and you got to open the meeting and it better be the right meeting, but neither you, and this is, this happens to us almost every week with another podcast I do called Do By Friday, where I, I have to text my co-host and say, I think I'm in the right place. Do you see me? Because I have no way of knowing. It's like, it's like, you know, like Stephen Covey says, is your ladder against the right wall? Is all this patience going to be in the service of me being a, a good podcast boy? I don't even know who's here. What are you going to yeah. do? You're going to go, oh, do, do you need permission to text your doctor to find out if you're in the right link? So, so, so this Sorry. is me, Sorry, right? I and, just like, it's also frustrating, John. My God. No, it's a hundred percent. What, what happened to me? I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so I, it was in my calendar and all of this is, I remember back before I had an iPhone and I had a, I had a Macintosh laptop Yes, and I had some kind of Blackberry or flip phone or something. And I remember it being a thing we all talked about, which was, I can't get my brand new, uh, I, for the first time in my life, I can look at emails on my phone, which uh -huh. at the time seemed like something I really wanted to do. I had no idea that it would one day become a nightmare. Hmm. And then I get on my computer and I also have emails there. How do I get these two things to integrate, Merlin? Do you remember that? Wasn't that an exciting time? I remember even earlier trying to get my, my uh, contacts on there. You get a yeah, new phone and the phone who this? You know what I'm who saying? Dis? New phone. Who dis? Who dis? You got no, you got no, uh, you got no, you got no way to make all those things talk to each other. It was incredibly frustrating. And we, then we forget Apple... that the, the solving the problem of syncing has made life a lot better for a lot of us. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, right? Where the am syncing... I? What am I doing here? What's happening? Why can't how I did, sleep? How did I get here? And so they're syncing, right? The syncing is happening. My calendar is telling me I got an appointment. The the my chart is sending me updates. I don't, I don't have any real confidence that a living human being on the other end has any awareness. I mean, there's, they've got a my chart, something sending them, pinging them too. Oh, they, so they I check it when they need to, but yeah. like, but you know, it's like they say about the pig and the chicken, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. The, the, the chicken the is involved, but the pig, the, the pig is committed. The chicken is involved, but the pig is committed. They say, see the, the, the pig goes to the chicken. This is quick. The pig goes to the chicken and says, you know what? We are our beloved characters when it comes to the breakfast space. Why don't we, why don't we go start a, uh, or sorry, the, the, sorry, the chicken, the chicken goes to the pig and says, well, let's start, let's start this new business. The pig says, no way, no way. I'm not going to do that. Chicken says, well, what's your problem? Says, well, you're, uh, you're involved, but I'm committed. Yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. That's right. The pig, the pig doesn't just, uh, doesn't just move on. Right. The pig's like all the way. Right. He's going to lose his stinger, you know? You, so I look I mean. up the phone number of the sleep clinic and I okay. call them to see if my Zoom call, if I'm in the right place. Was your call very important to them? It was. And they had a phone tree. <laughs> um, and the way they designed their phone tree, it was playing, uh, it was playing some classical music. It was playing some Mahler or something on, uh, on, a, on a, a, a very tight one minute loop. And every 30 seconds, and I timed it. <laughs> just, just the way Mahler intended it. I timed it. Every 30 seconds, the music stopped, Ugh. and a voice said, your call is very important to us. Uh-huh. Um, if you, uh, you want to leave a message and have us call you back, uh, press 1. Otherwise, stay on the line. And then back to the music. And then 30 seconds later. So every 30 seconds. So somebody... 
somebody in this organization, I don't know who it is at a hospital that makes this decision, but somebody said, although this is a sleep clinic, uh, it is, you know, sleep is a mental health issue and we're going to push you over the edge because I, I can't, I can't. As somebody who had sleep deprivation and who was watching a spinning beach ball on Zoom, tell me the host is, hasn't yet started the meeting. Yeah. Now you're in the I'm, waiting room. You wait, you wait, you wait, you wait. 20 minutes. <laughs> watching the Zoom call. That would be funny. They should, they should play, uh, they should play Fugazi. And the voice keeps coming back in. Your call oh. is very important to us. If you'd like to leave a message press one. Otherwise, stay on the line and the next available. And so I sit and sit and sit. Finally, someone answers the phone and I said, can I help you? Yes, I hope you can help me. I'm in this Zoom waiting room. I've been here now 40 minutes or however long. Um, am I in the right place? And she goes, and she says, oh, no, you have the wrong kind of appointments. Oh, dear. You, um, you are uh, in the Zoom call waiting for a consultation, but you already had a consultation appointment back in whenever, because idiot. I've been trying to do this for two years. You fucking idiot. idiot. What you needed was a different kind of appointment where you come in and get the home sleep study. And oh. I said, okay, my mistake, uh, I can be at your office in 15 minutes. And she went, ha no, oh. no, no, no. That's uh, the people my that sweet, are my sweet summer child. That's, that's you what don't really understand anything about this, do you? No, Fucking this idiot. is this is a thing where you have to now get a new appointment for this other. Thing. And I said, well, I have this appointment, and Zoom, or and you've been sending your office has been sending me like uh, emails confirming this appointment, logging into this appointment. Uh, you know, yesterday I sent you a thing. You sent me a form to fill out. Mm-hmm. So oh, somebody knew that I had this this appointment this whole time, and now you're telling me it's the wrong appointment. I, I'm sleeping three hours a night. I just desperately need you to help me get this thing. Can you mail it to me? No, you have to come in because we have to show you how to use it. Can I just come in and you can send somebody out to the parking lot to show me how to use it? You know, I I promise I won't. You know, I'll come at 5.01 and you can just write at the end of the day. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm afraid none of you that is possible. They're going out to their car anyway. Right? You're headed out to your car. Can't you, can't you just have the kid roll it out and you, you put a, it in the back of your truck and they go, will you attach this to your face? That's the thing. That's the thing. It's not even a face thing. It's just something you clamp on your finger, right? It's just. Oh, it, I, it's, I mean, but pulse oximeter, I think, yeah. is a big part of this. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. The thing is, I, any kid can drive a Honda Civic. Right. This hmm. is the amazing thing. Driving a car seems like it should be very difficult. But as you know, millions and millions of dumb fucks are mm-hmm. able to, to do it. They get in. You tell them, OK, this gas makes you go. Brake makes you stop. Steering wheel is kind of self-evident. Pull it this way. You go that way. And so dumb fucks all around the world are driving uh, are driving cars that are you know, increasingly complicated they have map programs. You Some, know, somehow apps. they man they manage. Yeah, but but I can't home monitor. I can't put a thing on my finger and clamp it down unless I have twenty minutes of instruction from a qualified professional. And in order to do that, I have to have the 
not an appointment, the right kind of appointment. Yeah. So the only time I can do this, Merlin, she, the only time she could fit me in, she was going to squeeze me in. She was really working with me here. And, and of course, there were a couple of asides where she did what you just implied, which is she kind of appointment shamed me because to mm. her, obviously, this is the wrong kind of appointment. And yeah, Mr. How- Mr. Guy, Mr. Guy comes rolling in. He obviously doesn't understand anything about how the office works. You, you probably called the wrong number and got the wrong person to find out you have the wrong appointment because you're a fucking idiot. Because I'm an idiot. Not because yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. Um, because it's like, like something that only makes sense to them. She deals with it 40 times a day. So of course it's self-explanatory, but I'm like, I, I didn't make the, I didn't call you up and say, I want appointment number four. I am just doing what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. And so somebody made a mistake and she's like, well, you should have done this back in June. And I'm like, I, I oh. didn't know that. Yeah. You should have been a anyway, pair of scuttling. She's, she's going to get me in on uh, October 5th, Okay, but I have to drive up to Issaquah. So hmm. what I did, I, your voice ringing in my ears, I said, why the fuck do I have to go through all this to get one of these machines that I don't even want? I'm going to go online. And uh, I went online. You're going to try and get a rogue machine? And I Googled black market CPAP machine. Shit, dog. Dude, by the way, just in curi- out of curiosity, did you read that article or that uh, blog post my friend wrote? I did. It's pretty and good. So, huh? that didn't, it is. Didn't and it make so, you want to do it? Well, that's the thing. I, I, he very specifically in his article said, I tried some CPAP machines and this one's the best one. So I w- exactly. actually went on. He lays the whole thing out for lays you. It out. And I, so I went online. No, I went no online. phone calls. No phone calls. I just, said. Just send me, the, send me the good one. Black market, this particular CPAP machine. Okay. And, and it was one of those things that you, you see these now. You know, I've become pretty adept at knowing when the Russians are behind uh, a, a post on Facebook. Sometimes, sometimes you'll see a tell. There's some tells. Uh-huh. And in this case, there is some search engine optimization happening. Oh, That's boy. called SEO. S-E-O. Okay. SEO, search engine optimization, I think, or ophthalmalization. Yeah. And that is a thing where the people in the CPAP game, the, the big players, have crowded out any mention of CPAP that is, uh, that's off license. No by, kidding. By, by putting multiple blog posts in the space with the, with the headline, how to get an off market CPAP machine, how to get a black I've, market CPAP I, machine. I've seen this in so, you're so right. It's, you'll see this all the time where you're like, oh, what about there's some bullshit product? I'm going to go see what the bullshit is about this. And you'll find a page that says something like, you know, why not to, why to never buy uh, a uh, a blah 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 model CPAP machine, and then you right. go there, and it turns out mostly to be an ad for a CPAP machine, and it says, "Please contact your MyChart to to get the right right appointment." You know what I'm saying? We're like, "Oh, you got me, you got me," because I thought this was going to be negative, and instead is negatively positive, and now I'm back where I started, and, I, and I'm listening to Mahler. You know what I'm and talking that, about? It's, it's, that's it's exactly some extreme bullshit, man. It's exactly what's happening here. <clears throat> it's all these articles are like, you know best way to get a you know a off off-brand CPAP machine and then you go and you read the article and it's like the last thing you want to do is get an off-brand CPAP machine contact your doctor Duh. and uh oh, <laughs> paid for by the American yeah. CPAP <laughs> machine foundation right and so 
they're all and and but but it's a racket because there isn't actually a reason that you and I couldn't buy one of these at the gas station. But so what they have to tell you, they have to scare you uh-huh. and say, oh, it needs to be calibrated. It needs oh, to be. Oh, if you don't get it, John, if you don't get yes. it calibrated, it'll, make, it'll calibrated, actually make it worse. It could make it worse. It could make it, it worse. It could make it worse if it's not calibrated. Jiminy. The, doctor has, to, the doctor has to monitor it. The doctor oh, has sure, to. sure, the doctor. Otherwise, oh. you know, it could kill you. Wow. Well, if you go on YouTube, there are 4,000 videos of guys, you know, like Beardo guys going, here's how you calibrate your CPAP machine. Uh-huh. And, you know, what is it? It's a knob. Like, I, if, if, a, if a 16-year-old kid can drive a, drive a Honda Civic, I think I can figure out how to calibrate a, a one-knob CPAP machine. From your mouth to God's ear, John. Like, But all of the blogs are devoted to all, all of the fake blogs are out there to tell you that if you don't get, a pres- it's a prescription-only thing. If you don't get okay. a prescription, if your doctor isn't monitoring it, you're going to die. And uh-huh. probably uh-huh. your probably ki- your kids are going to die, too. And so I kept digging. I kept digging because this infuriated me. This, this like, um, you know, smoking doesn't cause cancer brought to you by... Uh-huh. Philip Morris. <laughs> Altria. And so... so so I find, so I go on Craigslist. No way. Lo oh, behold. that's a oh, den of scum and villainy. You need to be real is. careful on the list. When you're hitting the list, you got to be real yeah. careful. Well, I know. You're going to end up in a bathtub, you know, with I, ice, I packed with ice. No, I don't, you know, and I, and I don't want, like, I don't want a nice lady to bring me the CPAP machine and show me how to work it because hmm. I don't want to end up dead in a bathtub. It's going to be kind of hot. It, but... It's a little hot. It's a little hot. Although looking at the CPAP machines, there's nothing yeah. hot about it. This is absolutely something that you only do. You look, you look kind of like an electronic <laughs> elephant. <laughs> you look like those people in Dune. Uh-huh. You look like you look, oh, like, you look the, like Max von Sydow. You do. You look, or no, like the floaty guy, the one with the, all the pimples. Oh, you're talking about Baron Harkunin. You're Baron Harkunin. You're, you're saying like the sleep must flow. <laughs> the sleep must flow is exactly <laughs> right. And so, he is but you the don't even that sleepy head. <laughs> you don't even get a sting. You don't even get a, a bunch of yeah. little naked boys. I will you kill just... him. Yes. Okay. So you... all right, this is all so I go. Sense. So I go on there, and within you know, within a, a three-hour drive, because of course all the CPAP machines, they're <laughs> none of them in an urban environment. They're all out. Oh, that's so that's so interesting. And do you, do you suppose it's sort of like that Hemingway, you know, six six uh, six word story? Could be like CPAP machine for sale. CPAP machine, daddy's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's it's CPAP is not a thing that people that that go dancing G-pap, very often. GPAP died with this on. Pop 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 yeah. died with this on his oh, elephant it, nose. It really is. They all say Ooh. like only four hundred hours. Oh. Because apparently you can log some mega hours on a CPAP machine in not very long, right? If you're sleeping eight hours a night. Oh, because it's transformative is what you're saying. All of a sudden you're sleeping, you're sleeping, you're sleeping, uh, you know, the, the sleep of the dune. Okay. Hmm. What they, what they, what they say is if you need it, once you get it, you'd never want to be without. I totally believe that. It's like my mother-in-law's Ambien. Uh, one doesn't want to say addiction, but my, my, uh, my mother-in-law was super on Ambien and you know, she would get, she would get real upset if she even ran low on Ambien. Yeah. Right. Where first you go like, oh, I don't know if I want to take Ambien. And then pretty soon you're like Johnny Ambien. You're saying here, like with Peepaw, 
like people had never had this. He hasn't had sleep like this since the war. Yeah. And <laughs> or I, something. I don't want it, you know, like I so don't want it, but I yeah. also don't want to, I just don't want what I have. So I'm on there and now, so, so, so here we are on the phone. I have not gone and bought a CPAP machine on the black market from a 75 year old man in Enumclaw. But I'm. It would be. I think it would be part of the estate sale. Now that would be fun for you. You like an estate sale. I do. I do. And I'm. I'm not quite there yet because, uh, because the blogs, because the uh, brought to you by Philip Morris blogs are so emphatic yeah, that you yeah. will get. Uh, you'll get a paralyzing uh, case of meningitis if you even touch someone else's CPAP machine. Wow. But these ones, you know, these ones for sale on Craigslist, they have the instruction manual. They've, you know, they've been, they've been fu fully sterilized. And the hmm. thing is that, that, that the blogs will tell you, oh, you can never sterilize one. But then if you go to the next page of the blog, it's like detailed instructions on how to sterilize your CPAP machine. Cause you have to well, do this. Is how I learned about William Shatner. William Shatner has a, has an advertisement where he talks about, Hey, you probably don't know this about me. But, but I'm a CPAP man. And oh. he talks about how important it is to get the right kind of cleaner for your CPAP. So you can actually, I don't know if it has his face on it, if it's like a, like a, like a Bruce Jenner Wheaties thing. Um, but like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you would go and you say, oh, give me the one that, uh, that the captain cleans with. Uh-huh. I mean, well, well, I mean, otherwise what? Otherwise you would just throw it out after one use? I bet well, it's got snot in it. That's the problem. It's... It has snot and meningitis probably. Yeah. It's filtering through your through the parts of your body that are and at least know, one guy is at least one guy has probably tried to fuck it. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know how, but for but, sure. I mean, like that's, you know, you hear a lot of emergency room stories. You know, in this case, like... you're going to get you're going you're going to jerk it real real good and uh, and maybe get meningitis in your dick hole. There's such a great potential to use the CPAP machine in a kind of blue velvet way. Oh, 100%. Where you just, you wear it. But with that aspect of like a guy in an iron lung thing, like, yeah. well, I got to really listen to this guy. He's, he's, I don't know how long he's going to be around, but he's, you know, you don't, you never meet in a movie, you never meet somebody super nice, usually who's in an iron lung. They're usually, they're <laughs> usually got a chip on their shoulder, if you can see <laughs> their shoulder. But unfortunately, they're in this large water heater looking motherfucker. But but in this case, that would be terrific for you. And I think unlike the oxygen my grandfather was on when we go out for Chinese food, I don't think you can roll around with your CPAP on a little trolley. Like, go to the store. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of cool, like, in case no. you want to just take a quick nap while your family's buying food. I feel like the CPAP uh, machine is small enough, it's mobile enough that I could actually, you know, I could actually say, like, here, you, here just you, you move over here. I'm going to yeah. have the CPAP machine. I'm going to put it, you know, I'm going to put it on a, maybe Which I'll have to bring it on a plane. Wouldn't that be great for a long flight? Uh-huh. So it's your comfort machine. Yeah. So what, what I want. Yeah. Is to sleep for eight hours a night. Oh, God. I don't want, nor should I, uh, take medicine. I don't want to, nor should I take medicine to sleep. That's a bad, that is a bad precedent for me. Bad precedent, yep. But I will, against every fiber of my being that still sees myself as 
somebody that could sleep on a freight train at any given moment. Every uh-huh. every every little corpuscle. That's you never still... you never see you never see a hobo with a CPAP. That's right. La, la, la. I mean, or maybe you do these days. Who knows? <laughs> but you know, every time I walk out of the house, there's uh-huh. a part of me that says, "Be prepared to run." Like, oh, like... absolutely. Oh, I had this conversation literally this morning with my kid. Well, she, she makes announcements like, oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like eating. I don't want, want to bring food to school. I'm like, look, honey, you know, my, my, my biggest thing in life is to try to not give you an eating disorder. But like, but like you know, I, I have to run down this list of things because she comes home on a bus. And I'm like, here's the problem. I said, honey, and I'll keep this short, but I said, honey, my problem is that as with the five or even let's say t- 11 years that we went through always have a jacket with you, I'm going to tell you the same thing I said then, which is you're not putting a jacket on because you're wet and cold now. You're putting, you're bringing a jacket because you might be wet and cold later. And I said, if I could say, I think my problem is you currently leave the house as though you're just stepping out for a little while when you need to be prepared for a mission that you don't even know about yet. Right. You're going to need, you should have a key, you should have money, you should probably have a multi-tool and maybe a towel, bring all these things along because there are missions out there. You just don't know what the mission is, that it exists, and you won't know until you go, oh, shit, I should have brought a jacket and a CPAP. You know what I mean? That's, I yes. learned this from you, and it's yes. huge for me. That's why I carry this giant-ass backpack around. It's like, <laughs> who knows? Who knows what mission is waiting for me? You know, and, and I mean, like a nice high heel might be very slenderizing, but what if I need to climb a fence? When, when Harrison Ford left the office that day uh he did not expect his wife to be killed by a one-armed man yep and he did not expect that he was going to have to jump off of a dam in order to escape tommy lee jones tommy lee jones is a machine man you know he's ready he's ready he so this is the whole philosophy behind keep a small bag packed like i am always ready i'm always checking my six and when i see uh, when I see two guys, one of whom looks like Tommy Lee Jones in black suits, I put the I put the truck into maximum overdrive. Uh-huh. Get the hell out of there. And that and I used to feel that way even before I had a truck. But now I have a keep a small bag packed and then another small bag for my fucking CPAP machine. Uh-huh. What kind of you know, like how gently am I going to go into But this you do usually night? bring a jacket, right? You don't bring an umbrella because you're from Seattle and you're not a monster, but you do bring a jacket when you go, right? I don't bring an umbrella because Seattleites don't carry umbrellas. They don't do that, but like you're gonna go get in that truck, and like I say, I'm just saying, there's always are out a jacket there. in the truck. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's it could be 95 degrees. There's a jacket in the truck. Multi tool, duct tape. Case. I, I like to have Ziploc bags. You know, I always carry a tennis racket. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you never you know. act like you're in the kinks. Well, no, you never know when somebody's gonna invite you to a game. You, you know, you pull oh, up. Oh, so a somebody thing. says tennis, anyone, and you said please, you say please and thank you. I'm like, Whoosh. well, oh. Well, so in the in the truck, I always have a tennis racket. I always have a I always have a baseball mitt. Um, I always have a frisbee, and it's not because I'm Joe Jock Sporto guy. No, but if I'm not. out, if I'm out in the world, I leave the house. Right, I'm not. I don't want to say like, oh, let me run back and get my baseball glove. I, if you run I into wanna, Bobby Riggs, who I assume is still alive, and he wants to throw a frisbee around, what are you going to say? And he'll probably want to bet you about it. What are you going to say? I I can't. No Frisbee. The whole reason that Nabil Ayers ended up being the drummer in The Long Winters is uh, we were auditioning drummers. We played with a bunch of different guys. We narrowed it down to a few people. And um, we were using using John Hour's uh, practice space, John Hour from the Posies. 
Mm-hmm. And John, uh, we showed up to practice. John was in there, and it was one of those things where we knocked on the door, and he opened it like like just a crack, and it wasn't clear whether he had any clothes on or not. He could smell the gas. And we were like, hey, we were supposed to practice. And he was like, oh, you know, give me give me 45 minutes or whatever. And we're like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so we are out in the parking lot, and I had a Frisbee in the car. Oh. And I was like, pulled the Frisbee out, tossed the Frisbee to Nabil across the parking lot. Now you're making Nabil, a friend. Nabil caught the Frisbee and he threw it back to me in such a way that I knew he was communicating to me. He is the Kwisatz Sadarak. The thing, the thing is, the thing is, you can communicate with a Frisbee. And he, and this happened with Reggie Watts too. Reggie and I were out, this is years ago, 20 years ago. No, fuck, 25 years ago. We were out in a park and somebody threw a Frisbee. We were walking, somebody threw a Frisbee. I caught it. I threw it to Reggie. Reggie threw it to the guy. And then all of a sudden, at, at, nobody said anything. They invited, just, you got invited into the Frisbee circle? We just immediately, the three of us just immediately formed a giant triangle in the park. Oh, and man. started throwing. We, I don't know where we were headed. We had a mission, but that mission was was suddenly over. And we were 25 years old. What fucking possible mission could we have had that mattered more than a Frisbee game? Yeah. yeah. And Reggie... Reggie, uh, among his many, many other talents, is great with a Frisbee. I love Ex- to hear that. I could, I could totally see that. Extremely communicative with a Frisbee. Very receptive to what you're saying with a Frisbee. A good, he, a good partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives as good as he gets. And, then, and we were lucky that this third stranger that, that didn't know either of us also was very eloquent with a Frisbee. Hmm. But so we're out in the parking lot, and Nabil just has so much to say with a Frisbee. And of course, of course, if you're... If you're very eloquent with a frisbee, you don't have to. You don't have to announce it. You don't have to. You're not flashy. You're just. No, I like, think a part a big skill of frisbee is adjusting whatever your approach is to that of the other person. So you could throw a frisbee with uh, with John Roderick or or with a fairly young child, or or with <laughs> a, a, a golfman like some kind of like a, one of those uh, ultimate guys, and you could you could be. It's like improv. It's like it's exactly like improv, and you're talking the whole time. You're like so anyway. What are you doing later? Toss. And mm-hmm. but what you're talking about is happening at one level, but what you're talking about with the Frisbee is happening mm. at another level. And yep. at the end of this parking lot Frisbee game, I was like, look, Nabil's Nabil's the drummer. He's the guy. He's so charming. He really we don't is need charming. To, we don't need to audition anybody else. We don't need to run him a, a, a third time. Like he knows what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh and he didn't, you know, I don't think we ever I don't think we ever then or since have said the word Frisbee. It was just a it was just like Mm-hmm. And then my oh. little arrow came out from behind and went and, sh- and shot through like eleven. Oh, like like a Yandu. Okay, yes, I could t- I could totally see that. I I found him. I thought he was a ni- just for what it's worth. Uh, I thought he was a nice addition to the band. He's a very very nice man. Does he still run that uh, record label with Pixies? Yeah, he does. He has that okay. record label. How did he? I got something. I got to figure out how he got that job. That's so weird. He was at a cocktail so, like, party. He, he, has, he has he has conversations where he just talks about this mortal coil with people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was standing uh, around. No, it's not just that. He meets them. He goes to flies to London. Meets them for coffee. He, he meets the coil. He goes to Scotland. Yeah. Meets the coil. He goes, meets the coil. No, he was at a cocktail party, standing around with a with a drink in his hand, and somebody was like, "Right, right, four AD, right, right, turn up the light." And he was like, "Yeah, right." So, and they're like, "Oh, you run a record label?" And he's like, "Among other things." And by the end of the night, they're like, "Here's my card. Call me tomorrow, and and you're you're gonna 
you're going to run 4AD. And he was like, oh, all right, well, I'll move to New York. I tried to have a little quick flex with that because, you know, I still listen to Pixies a lot. And what was I, what was, not Mountain Goats, but there was something, oh, you know what it was? I actually did pull up the Cocteau Twins. I pulled up Wax and Wayne. I was thinking, oh, you know, my kid's a little bit gothy emo. Like maybe I can, maybe there's an angle mm-hmm. on getting her into 4AD bands. And like mm-hmm. she's heard Pixies in the background since she was a kid, but you know, not the gothy stuff. And and I, I ended up, as the sentence was forming in my head, I realized I should just abort. But I said, you know, the guy you used to play drums with, uh, John's band, uh, I think runs the American label that puts this out. And and she, she looked at me like I had just like tried to describe I don't know, some kind of alien food process or something. And she's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Who cares? What a weird thing to say. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like when my dad would say, you know, when I flew, first flew over Iwo Jima, I could see the Mount Suribachi. And I was like, oh, God. God Fuck off. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Whatever, and so man. that, and then Nabil was in, but then he had to go run the, run the, run the music label. But, but that's good stuff to have around because, and again, if there's one thing I could get across to you, the, the listener today, not, a, not as a fan, but as a friend, is that there are missions out there. You don't know what the mission is. You think you know what the mission is, but you don't know what the mission is until the mission has already become something that you are involved with. But what I'm terrified of uh-huh. is that now in the, back of, in the back of my super cool truck, I've got a tennis racket. I've got, I actually, at a certain point last- Your favorite chair, your paddle ball game. <laughs> last summer, uh, one of my tennis partners uh, showed up with uh, with new tennis shoes. God, I love she said, playing tennis. She said, these are, these aren't tennis runners. These are tennis shoes. They're shoes for tennis. And I was like, I looked down and I was playing with boat shoes and no socks. And you I said, be, well- You used to be a Stan Smith man. Uh, I, I was, and, and, uh, and I've got- I've got some old Stan Smiths around here because I did that Chris Walla thing where I bought three pairs in 1994, and I'm yeah. still still working through God, my second so pair. So smart. But uh, but so I think at some point last summer I bought a pair of shoes that were specifically for tennis. So I have a tennis racket and shoes in a bag. I've got a frisbee. I've got a baseball glove, and apparently now. A black market CPAP machine starting, uh, starting in a week when I can't stand it anymore because I slept three hours last night. Wait, wait, a, wait a minute. First of all, and, great job, great job picking up the thread. Did, yeah, are you in, are you going to be in receipt of a black market CPAP machine? Can you say? Well, here, so here's my think. Okay. Even if I get, even if I go through the rigmarole, I go to Issaquah on o- October fifth. There's going to be there's going to be two weeks before they get. The, the, before they figure out what my little oxygenator told them, then they're going to schedule a follow-up appointment for a sleep clinic. The soonest they're going to be able to get me into that is Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're looking at the holiday season. Then I'm going to do if, that. If it happens, if they if decide that you're, you could pull the sword from the stone and are worthy of the, uh, the elephant uh, strap on. Exactly. If that happens. And then Fuck. after I do the sleep clinic, there's going to be another two months where you know where they're in their uh uh in their my chart you're like looking at each other laughing going i wonder how much longer this guy can go without sleep before he dies let's see if we can get him right to the edge and i'm not even you know there are people that are that are dying from lack of sleep i'm just i mean it sounds like we're both inconvenienced by this 
I know. It's, it's, not... it's past that. I feel like... Do you, have ap- my... do you think you have sleep apnea? Do you think you have the thing where you actually stop breathing? I do. I mean, I've had... I don't do it all the time, but I've had plenty of, of lady friends say, you stopped breathing a few times last night. And I would go, really? They're huh. like, yeah, it's pretty... Uh, it's startling enough that it's something I noticed. You know, it's not, it's not like... Oh, he's a snorer. It's well, like the thing where you go just, like, oh, did he just stop like breathing? That? Yeah, well, I think, I think like, John's yeah, dying. Just like, gone. What are you supposed um, to do in that? So you should probably have have something while you're wearing your jammy jams with like a little note to let people know. You know, like, like people put outside the bodega, the cat's not stuck. The cat just likes being in this one really weird spot. You need that, but for your for your lack of breathing. And unfortunately for also, me, don't touch you know, my feet. because I'm a man in my fifties now, there's already a predisposition. Uh, on the part of my lady friends to say, um, uh, to make old man jokes and yes. to say like, uh, do you, should I call an ambulance? There's already a, should I call an ambulance kind of theme that runs through <laughs> some of my relationships, uh-huh. which is, it's good. It's a, it's a, it's nice for laughs. It's like, you know, ha ha. Yeah. Of course. Call an ambulance. But then there's actually, there, there are these situations where they're like, no, seriously, should I call an ambulance? Right, and that's right, right. not, and I don't want to be, you know, I've already got a gray beard. I look older than I am. You're generating a lot. You're, you're, uh, in my case, I always feel like for myself anyway, I always feel like I'm generating because I don't even know what people say when I'm not around. And just to be super clear, I do not want to know what people say when I'm not around. As Dave Vegger nope. said to you once very famously, that's not for you. No, it's not I don't me. want, I don't, I don't want to know, but I imagine there have been some near ambulance calls in life or a thing I've started doing sometimes is what I'm calling a reverse intervention. Where, where what I will say is, I'll say, could you guys please come in here? Because I, I have to tell you something. And so I, I, I do an intervention on myself sometimes oh. where I say, oh, here's a thing that I really got wrong. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? That's nice. that, that kind of thing. But that yeah. does not mean I have all knowledge of the things. But what right. you're talking about, if I understand, is you're saying even if that thing runs like a top, or sorry, even if the process runs like a top, which you know it won't, you're looking at sometime after Turkey Day to finally be able to sleep. What harm is there, apart from meningitis and dick meningitis, what harm is there in going up to, uh, I got Bellingham on the mind because of that Nirvana uh, thing. But um, mm-hmm. no, well, no, no. Better. Belling, yeah, sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm confusing my documentaries. There's also, uh, Bellingham is also involved in the multiple personality disorder guy and his brother uh, trying to get him out of the country and into Canada. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. But Bellingham, you don't know that. It's a gateway, it's a gateway to literally a gateway drug to Canada. It's a, no. it's like a, an apology uh, gateway. Yeah, that's right. They, they apologize as they send you over to Canada where they're really going to apologize. It's like you. when you go up in a spaceship to meet the Cylons and you just, you just sit at that desk waiting for something to happen. Cylon warriors. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. My, fe- sorry. my feeling about going out to, uh, to Puyallup and getting a, a used CPAP machine is that when I finally get my actual good CPAP machine, if I haven't contracted uh, meningitis from not or, having or dick meningitis. sterilized or dick meningitis for having not sterilized this thing properly, then what am I going to have? Two CPAP machines. Oh, how oh who's is the that, patient now? That's right. How is that ever going to be a bad thing? I'm going to have a, a home CPAP machine yes. and I'm going to have a truck CPAP machine. You're, you're like the Warriors. You got different shirts depending on where you're playing. You got a home CPAP and is. an away CPAP. There it is. And when you put and, it on your trolley, you just uh, roll. You could, you, could go, you could go get some hot Sam's at the mall, roll it along <laughs> with you. You want to have, have, have eight or nine 
pretzels and a nap in front of the casual corner. That's that's, that's totally doable. The next time I audition a drummer, I'm going to run out to the truck. I'm going to bring him my CPAP Keep machine. Keep a small CPAP pack. And I'm going to be like, how's it going? <laughs> and depending oh, on God. his reaction, that's going to determine his or her reaction. That's exactly. going to determine like whether or not they're the drummer. The I that's totally right. agree. Yeah. So you're, you, I mean, I mean, I realize you can't really say, but you, you, you know, hypothetically, you, th you think you're going to do this? Well, what's crazy is reading your friend's blog post and reading about it and reading about the, the people who say, I put this thing on, I didn't like it. I didn't want to wear it. I mean, there's no one, to, any, if there was anyone in the world who was like, I can't wait to wear this apparatus while I sleep, <laughs> like what a psycho, right? Nobody wants this. It's just like not but, a But thing. it's like Lamictal where it's like, I didn't realize it was doing anything until I stopped doing it. Yeah. And in this case, that's what it sounds like is people are like, I've never slept this well in my life. And if I don't have it, I immediately relapse back into this state that I didn't realize was so miserable for my life. When my daughter was, was little, two, two and three and four, she would stop breathing in the night. Mm. Oh, and, God. oh, no. I've, I've woken our baby up so many times when she was a baby. We shake yeah. the baby. Yeah, it was when, terrible. When our, when our cat was dying a couple weeks ago, we were dealing with the cat, too. I'd shake the cat to shake make sure the that, yeah. And then, like, then she'd move a little bit. I'd say, the cat's not dead yet. Mm -hmm. Did you ever pick the cat up and go, Gupta? No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know that. Is that a thing? Is that? The queen is coming. Did uh, you, you she's going to have to look that up. I feel really bad. Gupta. Anyway, for she, mm -hmm. she, she would, uh, she would, um, she Wait. would uh, stop breathing, you say. And uh, so I spent, as, as is true for, I think, a lot of new parents, but, I, but for four years, I would go in and sit next to her bed while she slept in the uh. dark and watch her stop breathing. Wow. And it's so stressful. It's so, so stressful. I, we took her to, don't you feel crazy? I mean, I yeah, felt. But she, and I both she felt was legitimately crazy. not breathing. She would stop breathing and then right. gasp, you know. So we took her to the doctor and the doctor looked inside of her eyes, ears, nose, and throat. Mm. And, it, and the doctor laughed audibly, out, laughed out loud. And I was like, what? Was it and a she said, No, she said, this child has the largest adenoids I've ever seen. And the adenoids, of course, are like a tonsil-like thing. Isn't that the thing that makes you sound like Jerry Lewis? Oh, uh, he's adenoidal. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think. Whatever it is, it's some little flap. It's some unnecessary flap. You sound a little like Miles Davis, but I'll, I'll allow it. It's a flap. It's a flap. It's a you flap. Okay. You don't need the flap. And she had really big adenoids. Well, the thing is, you know, I, if you go... Anybody who's very interested can go look at a picture of me online and you will notice that I do not have a large nose. And when I was little, when I was a little kid, it's very cute for a kid to have a little pug nose, a little, a little turned up nose. Oh, like you're a Persian um, cat. Like, a, well, it's not like a pug nose, oh, but it's a little that's nose. That's good. I had a okay. little, a cute little nose. And when I was a kid, I had, I had uh, ash blonde hair and I had freckles and a cute little nose. And I should have been on television instead of that kid with the big Coke bottle glasses that was the new kid on eight is enough or whatever. Who was the, Oh, oh, I think you're confusing Jonathan Lipnicki with, uh, with probably Mason Reese and uh, oh, Adam, Mason, Adam, yes. what's his name? Adam driver. Was that the kid on uh, eight is enough? I think it was, his no, name. I forget who that Adam no, Goldstein. A, a, a Mason Reese is who I was thinking. He's, he's Borges Mord. I should, I should have been Mason Borges Reese. Mord. Cause you know, I was, I, I was, uh, we're the same age. Would have been You'd first. Be, you would have been so cute. I would I love to see so you cute. have a guest or Robbie wrist. I think you think of maybe Robbie wrist. Robbie Later Rist. doing a punk rock thing. Robbie Rist, uh, Cousin Oliver on oh, Brady okay. Bunch. 
you're right. I, it's Cousin Oliver is who I'm talking about. I would have been yeah. a perfect Cousin Oliver. Exactly. Oh, right. boy. Maybe a little, little pug nose. But then you get to be a full-grown person, a little pug nose is no longer an advantage. Oh. And even oh. if I just sit here trying to breathe through my nose, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's, I'm sure, I've never gone to a doctor and asked, but I'm sure I have my daughter's adenoids. Oh, no. And she doesn't need them. No, well, I should, I've got these. I'm going to put on a breathe right strip so right her, now. Took I really her down to one. the hospital uh-huh. and, and got her tonsils out and her head <sighs> in one big fell swoop. Oh, my gosh. It was a very stressful event for us. She was four years well, they old. They got to put her under, right? They oh. put her under. They Poor gave kid. her her little, her little uh, uh, anesthesia mask, oh. and she still has it or had it until three days ago. And every once in a while, she will pick it up and do a blue velvet. She'll go and breathe through oh her anesthesia mask. Oh, my God, yes. And the other day, I, w- I found it in her room, and, it, you know, the plastic is starting <laughs> to get kind of gummy. And so I took sure. it and put it in the garbage. Uh, those are not those are probably not archival quality no 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 it was it had started to be gross and as you know kids don't notice gross Uh but we got that stuff taken out of her body and you know for i've got i've got some wonderful recordings of her as a four-year-old going "Ah," (laughs) with her little tonsillitis voice oh but now she can breathe and she's never she's never stopped breathing in the night since then um you know, I still go in and sit and watch her sleep, but for other reasons. I don't, I'm not worried that she's going to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing, oh, I should have had my tonsils and adenoids out when I was five was years really old. It was really hot. You remember, like, there's always these um, flavor of the month things. And for a while, it was everybody had to have their tonsils out. And you get to eat all the ice cream you want. And, like, that was the racket back then. In 1977, everybody got their tonsils out. Oh. And I didn't because my mom didn't believe in doctors. Good for, for her. That's yeah. Ohio smart. She, you know, she believes in vaccines. She just doesn't believe in doctors. So hundred percent, I line up the same way. Yep, 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 I've yep. never been able to. I've never been able to breathe. My whole life, I haven't been able to breathe. I still can't breathe. The thing is, if you get tonsil a tonsillectomy when you're fifty five years old, it takes six months to recuperate. It's one of those things like chickenpox, where it's worse as you get older. As you get older, oh. yeah. You don't want a surgery inside your no. throat. No, ah, no, no. That's your instrument, John. So they say they put the CPAP on you and it forces air in. Mm. You don't, whether you want it or not, you want you're going to get air. Yep, yep, yep. And, I, and then everybody says, I woke up the next day and, I, and the first thing I did, I walked out on the front porch and I lifted a car off of a trapped child. Yes. And then after that, I threw a javelin 150 meters. Couldn't do it before. Couldn't do it before. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I and I uh, and I gave sex to my wife, and now you can, you can give sex now because the blood is being invigorated, blood. invigorated with this blood. new introduction of oxygen. That's right, and, and there's a lot of blood in me. Yes. I'm like one of those. You know, when you take a big truck to the to the oil change place, yes, yes, and and you have to pay like a surcharge because your truck takes two 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 quarts of oil more than oh, because you're truck. sanguine. I get it. Yeah, okay. and they're like, oh yeah, it's a thirty five dollar oil change, except for your truck. It's mm-hmm. a $50 oil change. And I'm the same way. You know, there's there's probably two extra pints of blood in me. So that might mean, if I understand what you're saying, um, I'm not a scientist, but if what you're saying is, like, if you get the same amount of oxygen as everybody else, God willing, that's still not enough because you got to oxygenate, oxygenate so much more blood than your garden variety breather. That's right. And the only reason that I'm probably not dead, the only reason that some girlfriend hasn't had to actually call an ambulance is because I've got extra blood. So the 
ultimate amount of oxygen is sufficient. <laughs> but imagine you might if become I had, a superhero. Imagine if I and had oxygen like that in my blood. In the magazines about you only use you know five percent of your brain, which of course is bullshit. But in right. this case, what if you're only using five percent of your blood? Yeah, right. I mean, you can think get about, so much sex. Think about how many digressions. I could go on in the course of a day, you know. We gotta what? both. We gotta both get this, and I think th this show. I mean, it's been a modest success for somebody. I assume. Thanks, but Can you fucking imagine? We would be like, you know, Dick Cavett, take a dirt road. We would yeah. be blowing shit up if we could fully if we had fully addressable ox oxygen blood introduction. And I, I would, I would do that. I, God, I cannot wait to hear how this goes. Let me ask you this: Do yes. you, in the course of your normal life? Do you get accused by the people close to you that sometimes you are podcasting at them? Just in the, just in the scent here at the grocery. Oh, I, you know what? I don't think, no, I don't think people say that, but there is a lot of eye rolling about the sort of discourse that other people appreciate. And my family does not. Yeah. Uh, for, for several years there. Do you get that? The, no, do, do you, do you get that? Several years in the mid 2010s. There were yeah. a few people close to me that every once in a while would look up from their book and say, stop tweeting at me Ooh. because I would say things to them and they would say, that's not a thing that you're saying to me. That's a tweet. Oh, you can say something like, now do Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, yeah, you make just, that noise. That's what like, people hate when you go, <laughs> Yeah, we're driving down the street and I'm like, oh, turns out, you know, wow. so seven out of 10 dentists. And they're like, stop tweeting at me. Yeah. If this is near to you, you haven't been paying attention. Merp. <laughs> and the, the thing about the thing about the way that I digress, you know, my daughter and I have a relationship that is increasingly, uh, based on her, um, like contempt for me. Yes. You mentioned this last week that basically it's, it's something she doesn't even try to cover up anymore. Yeah. She's and become, she's become radically candid. She has a, she, she has not, yet figured out that what she, what the devastating thing she's going to say to me one day is stop podcasting at me because she'll say, she'll ask a simple question, you know, what, like, why don't you get a new mailbox because your mailbox is rusty and falling down. And I'll say in 1874, yeah, a man by the name of, and she, so one day but, but she's going to say it by saying, I want to tell you a little bit about nature box. Let me tell you a little bit, let, you know, let, about let's rocket, get, rocket mortgage. You could do rocket mortgage. You know? Let's get the encyclopedia down and we'll look up mortgages. Ugh. Tom and, Selleck says, if this was a th something that was going to take, he's got a whole new series. He's had for two years, he's had these ads where he's incredibly frustrated. He's so tired of having to explain to elderly people that a reverse mortgage is not a way to take away your home. I saw a new one today that recently came out. And I, I, he's he's losing his fucking mind. He's so goddamn angry that he has to explain this to you. Tom Let's Selleck? do this. Yes. Well, it's like, you know what? Like, I always thought the worst job in some ways would be being in TSA. Hmm. And like, where you got to keep saying no three ounces of water and somebody brings a bazooka through and, and a gallon of water. And like, no matter how many times you say that, you, you're still going to have one out of 10 people forget about it, including me, if I'm being yeah, honest. That's right. Tom that's Selleck right. has had it with that. And so, but whatever it is that you're going to, the thing is getting, capturing the youth market is very valuable to people. If you could do a bespoke, uh, intra podcast in your house to your kid, and if it wasn't even recorded, but she would still go and use this very special offer code to checkout, Selic, uh -huh. Selic 21. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't podcast I, at me. My fa my family's so worthless. Ugh. I'm very, I'm very interested in people like Tom Selick. Like if you were, if uh -huh. you were George Clooney. Okay. 
and you're you're rich and you're living in in uh, Lake Cuomo and you've you've got a lovely family. It's got that cool house. And, yeah, it's got a famously um, cool house. And you say, why would George Clooney ever work again? And then you yeah, realize, him and Danny oh, DeVito are in those coffee ads. It's strange. Yeah, but, but you know, George Clooney, a job for George Clooney is he puts on a tuxedo and he stands there and his George Clooney and people throw He's money. He's George at. Clooney. That's his job. But Tom Selleck also probably has enough money to live just fine for the rest mm -hmm. of his life. But he's out there super angry about He's about so mad mortgages? about reverse mortgages. Why? Uh, John, Why do that to yourself? I'll, I'll, I'll go look on iSpot. Uh, there's a really good uh, website where you can go. And, you know, a lot of these folks, they put them on, uh, on YouTube now, too. Like yesterday, mm. I found mm. an ad for DoorDash that has uh, a Basset Hound in it. And I, oh. I've, I've had a hankering for a Basset Hound for a while. Don't at me. And so I sent oh. that to the family. And I said, what I always say, I said, bring me this dog. And yeah. that's because you can find these advertisements. I will find the Tom Selleck advertisement uh, for you. He's fucking mad. Um, Basset yes, Hound my family stand right that. on top of its own ears. Right on top of its own ears. A Basset Hound. Oh, stand, my God. Stand on its ears. All I know is I want a dog with short legs and big feet. That's, I want a big-footed dog. Maybe a black-toenailed dog. I want, a, like, a big-footed dog. What's going to you know happen, what though? What's going to yeah. happen is that you, that I'm going to get a black market CPAP machine. And I'm going to sit on it. And then I, and then you and I are going to do a show and you're going to say, what happened to you? Because what, you I cannot, I can't keep up. You're so on fire. Like yeah. all of a sudden your voice has gone up an octave and you are talking about, uh, you're talking about crazy shit right now. And I'm like, that's right, Merlin. That's right. And guess why? Because I bought a CPAP machine on Craigslist in Puyallup. I didn't yeah. die. Now I'm alive. I'm finally alive. And then you're going to go get you're going to go out to East Bay somewhere. You're going to go out to Maple Valley. Oh, I'll, I'll go out to or, Gold Country. I'll go. I'll, I'll do a Contra Costa. I'll go be somewhere, somewhere east of Sacto, mm -hmm. the Sac. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some decedent CPAP mm -hmm. machines out there. I might just get a whole bunch of them, try yes. different ones, because guess what? You can just sell it again. You go into so, San Francisco, you're going to get a good rate for it. There it is. You, know, you sterilize you know it. You sell it to some software guy who's embarrassed to even need a CPAP machine, kind of like me. right. He's not having sex anyway. Well, here's what happened this morning, and this is what but really uh, the mo moments before I came to my private office to talk to you, what, mm -hmm. I, what, I, what I had done was I have, two, I have two different pairs of shoes that uh, in these uh, COVID times, I think my feet have gotten broad. I don't want to say fat because we don't say that anymore. But I think mm -hmm. my feet have gotten broad. So both my, you know those... Um, you know those cool suede pumas she can get? Sure, you know the classic sure. with the little white white puma swoosh. Of course. I, and I also got a pair of shoes from Adams, oh, which is a company that makes purportedly comfortable shoes. And so what I did was on my left foot I put the blue puma, and on the right foot I put the Adams shoe. It wasn't until I went down to the and I walked around all morning doing my morning chores, took my kid to school and stuff, and then I looked down when I was going to step onto my scooter, and I realized I still had two different shoes on. Now. <laughs> I, that's, I mean, that's, that's not, it's a kind of humorous anecdote, but that's what I'm dealing with. The Breathe Right strips are not doing it for me. I think I need to go to gold country. I need to go pick up a CPAP. Cause, and I can, John, can I even do this show with you? Is it, I mean. No, cause you're going to need one too. We're not going to be That's what I'm saying. To, it's going to yeah. be like if you went and did an exhibition again, back to uh, Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King, we're out there doing exhibition matches yeah. or maybe it's uh, Jimmy Connor and Nancy Lopez, who I think is a golfer. But in any case. I'm not going to be able to keep up with you. You're going to be so fucking oxygenated. You're just mm -hmm. going to leave me in the dirt. You'll probably take pity on me and slow it down. Mm -hmm. If I don't well, get a gold country CPAP, I don't know how I'm going to do my programs, let alone have my shoes match. 
one of the things that one of the things I think that our that our listeners slash friends slash fans slash yeah. uh, um, supporters uh, supporters what were the other ones? A lot I don't of, remember. I don't remember. Our people. Yeah. One of the things that they're probably saying right now is, how could these two guys put more information into an hour? There's already yeah. so much, and they're right. Well, sometimes we just get a longer hour. But what happens? What happens when we double the amount of content? Because we're both so oxygenated, we're going right. to have to have, there's going to be overflow. We're going to well, have can, more can, energy. Can I point out that this is where we hit our first major scale problem? There's a small scale problem of we both need to get a CPAP machine, but are sick of kowtowing to the fucking man. But yeah. in the event that we do both get CPAPs before Thanksgiving, you yeah. know, Dianu, like, but then guess what? There's like oh. at least 78 people who listen to this show. Now what's going to happen to our, our, as you say, listeners? Mm -hmm. Are they going to need to get a CPAP to get oxygenated enough to keep up with what John is sharing? Mm. If if we, the problem is, yeah. if we are responsible for one death from a black market CPAP machine, oh no, it, it's going to feel to me like the Who in 1980 or whatever. I do, oh, I do not want. Open, but you can, we're going to hear a report of of a beloved a beloved family. Maybe even one of those people who's like, why don't you start a Patreon? We'll be like, I don't know. And then you find out they got dick meningitis and died because they fucked a gold country CPAP. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Mm -hmm. I, I don't yeah. know if I can live. I don't know if I can live with that, but also conversely, I can't live without it. Well, so this is the thing, right? Your mileage will, may vary as the internet says, YMMV. YMMV. Um, uh, but also don't, we are not, we are not saying that don't you should fuck, go don't buy fuck it. A use, don't fuck a use medical appliance unless it's That's been right. cleared by your MyChart. And I did sign up for MyChart, so I'm in. You did. Okay, good, good. You're, you're going to be very surprised. I did it without an activation code, so it oh. sent me through a truly hilarious series of questions powered by Experian. And so I had to do, do that thing where it goes like, oh, uh, what's, which of these, which of this array is this piece of information we're not supposed to know that we know? One of them was whether I had the, that I had purchased pet insurance in the past and for which one of these animals names, and I wish I'd screenshotted this, but it was like, you know, Coco and Jim Jack and, um, you know, uh, Pleasance. And I was like, no, none of these. So I, you know, you pick number five and you say like, none of these. Because it's using it's powered by Experian. Have but you now purchased I'm in. pet insurance? No, and I okay. haven't gotten a mortgage. I shouldn't say. You know what? I'm not going to say anything more because you could go right. steal my steal my identity on my chart. But right. um, yeah, I did do one screen grab. The first one it gave me though, I'll send this to you. Um, it's just one of those things where you're like, I this is like that. Uh, yeah, okay. So here's one. The first one I hit. This is called the Precise ID System powered by Experian. Using your date of birth, please select your astrological sun sign of the zodiac from the following choices. Hmm. Astrological presents, sun sign of the zodiac. Yeah, which sounds like it's been uh, Google translated, but it gives you me four of the uh, of the constellations, and then the fifth choice is none of the above slash does not apply. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, it's sort of like IQ tests, where it's like, well, don't we we know that IQ tests are very biased? towards certain kinds of cultural backgrounds and then mm -hmm. biased against others. And in this case, like, I, I don't believe in the Zodiac. Does this, does this imply, is this going to go back? Is this going to go on my record as somebody who knows that he's an Aries or what have you? Right. Right. You, I, now now that's you've how outed you. yourself as someone who knows he's an Aries. That's, that's the way the KGB works wow, is there, you exactly. feed them this information, you know? So I don't know, but do you have a rough time When did time you quit frame? beating your wife, Marilyn? I don't know. Does not apply. <laughs> 
Just, <laughs> see, okay, listen though. Seriously, we're not done. Hour and sixteen minutes. Here's right. the thing. What? Yeah. What's your quick, time quick, frame for this? Quick, Just quick, so quick. I know, because I'm gonna as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna edit this uh, our, our, this episode and put it up for our listeners. Yeah. But then I'm gonna go. I don't know if I want to go on Craigslist, but I might try and find some other back alleys. Sure, sure, sure. I have family in Gold Country, so maybe that's a place that I could could go there out and go. try it. There you um, go. What's your rough time frame if this does happen privately? What's your rough time frame? Really, a couple weeks? Well, so I got to go to a baseball game today. Okay. All right. It's the end of the season. The Mariners are doing well. All my baseball friends, you know, my baseball friends, they, yeah. uh, it, 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 in the, in this, the, uh, the summer that was supposed to be the summer that COVID was over, mm-hmm. uh, one of the ways that my friends got, got, um, got the gangs back together, they all, independent of one another, these separate little gangs were like, hey, why don't we go to a baseball game? And so I ended up going to, you know, probably, what, 10 baseball games this summer. Wow, that's so Because, funny. you know, I got this little gang that want to go to a baseball game, and then two days later, this little gang wants to go to is a baseball like, game. Like, is that like a Jason Finn kind of thing? Yeah, you know, you got you, you got like Ben and ben, Chad ben over here. It. Yeah, okay. You know, mm-hmm. you got George Meyer over here. Uh, oh, Ken, George Meyer, tell him I said hi. I, I enjoy I, his work. Ken... Uh, Ken uh, Jennings threw out a first pitch at a game. He and I okay, went tell to everyone but Ken Jennings uh, that I uh, said hi. I'll, I'll say I'm just kidding. Say tell hi. Ken Everybody Jennings said hi too. Yeah, tell tell Ben. Ask if he remembers meeting my daughter when she was a toddler. I bet he does. I will. I'll throw that out. I'm gonna. It go, might have been the night that you spit on the streetcar. <laughs> no, no, no. Never say that. Never say that. Oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. The night, the night you met MC Hammer's mom. <laughs> uh, the night I met MC Hammer's mom. <laughs> um, uh, but it was so, literally hammer time. So you're going to so a baseball game, and then so you're going to play a I can't do it tonight because I'm going to a baseball game, and I can't do it tomorrow because I'm going to a baseball game. If only, John, if only you had your second CPAP machine to take to the game. This is what I'm saying. To On Wednesday, uh, it is— And now I want oxygen, too. It's not inconceivable that on Wednesday I will drive, Uh-oh. you know, down to Spanaway or uh, or out to Lakewood yeah. and pick up a— uh, a a black market CPAP black market machine. CPAP machine. Okay. And then I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm going to watch a bunch of different guys tell me how easy it is to sterilize and calibrate. <laughs> After I read the blogs that tell me it's impossible to sterilize or calibrate without a doctor's help. Yeah. And I'm just going to go rogue. I'm going to be. I'm going to. I'm going to go rogue. You might become on- the most oxygenated man in Washington. That's not out of the question at this point. I wonder how much oxygen you can really take. There must be a point of. Um, no, there's a word for this, hypo, uh, hypo-oxygenated. I don't know. I'm going to guess from the Latin. But you, are you saying you could be too oxygenated? What if improbably, heaven forfend, you accidentally get too much oxygen, even given your sanguine nature, and you mm-hmm. over-oxygenate the huge amount of blood you have? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a very costly oil change, let's be honest. Well, well here, here's, here's the thing. Yeah. When, you're, when you're a grandpa goes to a, a, like a Long John Silver's and he's carrying his oxygen tank, on his trolley. That thing is actually <laughs> full of oxygen. Whereas a CPAP machine isn't putting oxygen in you. It's just putting air in you. Oh. So I don't think you can get over oxygen. Like <laughs> you can't get different flavors. No, I well, there's a little tank that has water if you get the one that has the, the humidifier. But like what if you could just 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 patch in just a little bit of nitrous oxide, not a lot. Your dreams would be so amazing. Oh my God. What if, what if, what if vape, but too much? You know what I'm saying? This is, this is the, wait a minute. Can you vape nitrous oxide? I'll find out. That would change the game for me. You want a gold country? I'm going to go fuck a jewel. I have to say, hmm. since 1994, 
since December of 1994. I have not okay. had any drugs or alcohol. It's been uh, since uh, December 10th, 1994. No drugs and no alcohol. Wow. Yeah. But you don't, you don't even want my cold medicine I try to give you. I don't, I won't, I won't take cold medicine. You say, you say, leave it, leave it. I don't want, mm -hmm. I don't want anything to do with it. I won't, if I, when I get injured and they give me uh, like pain medicine, I don't take it. You said, give me a belt to bite. I'll That's bite right. the belt. You know what? I'll, I'll strap, I'll strap two fingers together with a pair of chopsticks and I'll be fine. But, wow. and this is a, this is a terrible admission and I might get, I might get some letters. Oh boy. When someone is making an ice cream sundae at the house and they get to the end of the whipped cream and it goes, oh. I take the can uh huh, and I say, okay, everyone, you know, bet down to the TV room. And they all go down to the TV room with their bowls of ice cream. And then I look, I look left and I look right. And if nobody's watching, I go, Waste not one. Tip, 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 tip.